Let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away and it'll sound like you're sitting in the same room. It's as easy to use as Zoom, but gives much higher quality audio and video recordings. Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. That's promo code SHIPIT to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Back to the show. Welcome to another episode of the Giant Take Podcast. Cowboys 21, Giants 6. I had to go to this atrocious game. And let me just tell you right now from a fan who might watch the games all the time on the TV, it doesn't look any better in person. I'll say that, I'll say that to uh, say the least. I left before the Jake Fromm amazingness, apparently, of a, of, of a drive, if not multiple drives. I really have no idea what happened after he came into the game. So I trust you, Alex, to handle that. Although, all from what I've seen over Twitter and the ball he threw to Kenny Galladay, he was better than Mike Glennon in all aspects of this game. But from watching Mike Glennon in person, how atrocious is that guy at the quarterback position? My God, is he bad. Anyway, I have a co-host here. His name is Alex. My name is Josh. I welcome you to another episode of the Giant Take Podcast where we rant we go crazy. We lose our minds because we are true New York Giants fans, and that's what happens when your team plays awful for 60 minutes of football, and your coach goes out there and says he likes what he's seen. Alex, how are you? I'm doing okay. I'm not going to say I didn't expect what happened today. Um, Graham Gano putting our beautiful six points on the board. And, uh, yeah, Mike Glennon can't get his giraffe neck over the line for fourth down and whatever it was, inches. Yeah, even fourth though his down neck and is, one. Yeah, even though his neck's probably about 10 feet. It's just, it's, it's upsetting. But um, we move to the next week where we're going to get creamed. Um, it doesn't really matter. And, uh, but all jokes aside, Jake Fromm, I mean, he looked okay. Mike Glennon might be the worst quarterback I've ever seen touch a football. He might actually be the worst player I've seen touch the football. And that's that's a big, there's a struggle, because obviously Nate Solder's also on this team. Will Hernandez is also on this team. So there's a lot of very bad players. Though. They don't that's touch true. footballs, though. That's true. So. Mm. All right, well, he's definitely the worst player who touches the football. Um, and, uh, yeah, Colin Johnson's pretty bad, too. But uh, 
I'll tell you right now, Saquon Barkley isn't looking too good with the football either. His first lost fumble of his entire career today. Wasted. I, I would say as much as like you can't fumble the football, that was a very nice punch out by Demarcus Lawrence if you look at the replay. Not like exclu- you know, making Saquon not you know, it's not that I don't want to hurt his feelings, just that it, it was an impressive defensive play. Obviously Saquon you gotta hold on to the ball there, but you know, there's there's only so much you can do uh when when a when a great player like that just you know, takes over a game like he did today against the Giants. And uh, it's not hard to when you're going up against Will Hernandez and Matt penalty pair um, and uh, Nate turnstile solder. So it's really, it's just, it's, it's pretty easy. So, and then, uh, you know, when your coach over coaches and, you know, is trying to lower his shoulder into the referee, trying to get them to, you know, switch the call up and raging and throwing F-bombs all over the place. I'm not sure if you can realize this, but on TV, it's pretty easy and obvious to see when he's dropping an F-bomb like every five seconds. Um, so, you know, for all the little children watching, not exactly setting the greatest example, Joe, but uh, anyway, um, yeah, unfortunate, but it's just how Jake Fromm didn't come into the game at halftime how he didn't start this game, considering what we've seen from Mike Glennon, how he didn't come in in the third quarter, how we had to wait till five minutes left in the fourth quarter. It's beyond... I I tweeted it out. Joe Judge needs to be gone by the two-minute warning. Of course, he's still here enough to give his stupid press conference at the end of the game, which we all have to read. And And give his stupid penalties within the two-minute warning as well. Oh, Don't worry, he did that too. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, give his press conference where he says nothing by saying something um, or says something by saying nothing, whatever way you want to put it. Kind of both, if you really think about it. No, he and, definitely uh, said something. He said something that meant nothing, if that makes any sense. I value it as something, Alex. I don't know. I can't value anything he says anymore. It's just it's just so sad. But I was rooting for the Jets because the Jets looked like they might pull an upset over the Dolphins to get the, our pick going up. Um, and, and obviously the Texans, the Lions are all winning. So who knows? We might get the number one pick at this point at this rate. So, uh, yay. If you look forward to that, but, uh, even the Lions are on a bigger role than we are. The Lions are tearing apart the Cardinals and we're sitting there with Mike Lennon at QB. Jared Goff is making himself look like an all pro while Mike Lennon looks like an all bum, if that makes any sense. But in general, Kenny Galladay not getting targets, offensive line not holding up. Kenny Galladay, when he does get a target, ends up catching it for 36 yards. He got one target earlier in the game. Micah Parsons, of course, blowing that play up because Micah Parsons is a damn good football player. But, of course, we passed on him because, you know, he has some character issues. Right, John Mara? So, I mean, Dave Gettleman, I mean, they're all right. I mean, John Mara gave us the free sodas, so we can't be too upset, right? I mean, he's he's going he's gonna to have to give... He's gonna have to give iPads next game. That's what. That's what I. He's gonna have to give iPads for people to come back to, to MetLife next. Whatever we play at home next, I don't even know. Washington, I think, in the last week of the season, I think that's our next uh, home game. He's gonna have to hand out iPads or like new iPhones uh, if anyone wants to actually come back. The medium soda is not gonna cut it. At least make it a large. Come on. All right, we should definitely go through stuff individually here. Well, Alex, you're saying Joe Judge said nothing. I think Joe Judge. Said a lot with his words. Well, he first said, quote, I thought the effort of this team is what we needed, but the execution was not. 
we're not going to win a lot of games in this league with four turnovers. Well, thank you, Joe. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, look at that. Four turnovers, really. I'm sorry. Can you tell me you're the head coach of the team, right? So that means you should have helped make the decision that our starting quarterback was going to be Mike Glennon. And based on that, Mike Glennon starting through three interceptions, if I'm not wrong. I mean, Alex, back me up on I mean, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's just me, but him being the head coach, I I do think that he should have helped make the decision to start Mike Glennon, who looked like dog shit on the field, and threw three interceptions, if I'm not wrong. So, Joe, what you're saying here, we're not going to win games with four turnovers, that is correct. We won't. And that was one example of what happened today. But the stuff that led to those four turnovers, most of it, you were incorporated in that. In, in the that, decisions. In those decisions, that was you. Your head. Your idiotic brain, Joe. And, yeah, the same excuse of the, uh, the, the, the execution. I gotta look at the tape. Because our execution looked good. I gotta look at how good it was when I look at the tape on Monday, guys. So, I can't answer that one right now. You know, someone's going to have to, someone's going to ask him, hey, Joe, what did you see from Mike Lennon out there? You know, I saw a lot of good. I got to really look at the tape to see how much good I saw. And he can look at the tape and see the three interceptions one by one. I can line them up for him into one large clip if he really wants me to do so. But my God, the whole, I, I, I'm so, I mean, we've been done, Alex. That's the thing. I can't keep on saying, yeah, I'm so done with like the Joe Judge saying that he saw some good things out there or he saw some good execution because I've been done four weeks ago when he said the same thing. He said the same thing three to four weeks ago and he's still out here saying, oh, I thought the effort and execution was good. Okay, you're done. Oh my God, we're four and 10. We're four and 10. This team is four and 10, Alex. 10 losses, again. Eventually, the effort has to translate into execution. So, if the effort, if there's effort and there's no execution, who does that fall on, Joe? Who does that fall on, Josh? Who do you think that falls on? Does that fall on... Dave Gentleman? Mike Glennon? Does it fall on Jason Garrett sitting on his couch? No, it doesn't. Does it fall on... It falls on you, Mr. Joseph Judge. (laughs) Joseph Judge. Call him by his full name now. Yeah. You know it's who on falls you. on, Dad? Dad? Yep. You're, yes, son? You are my dad. You are my dad. That's, that reminds me that uh, my dad is going to come on later in this episode to give his rant to the giant. That's why he's like in my head right now, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, dad, Daddy Alex, uh, what do you got for the next point? And obviously, there was also the amazing timeouts, too. That was all uh, great by um, Mr. Inside Joe the two-minute warning, Judge <laughs> expecting that, oh, yeah, we're going to get this ball back. We're really going to do big things. Now, mind you, Alex, what happened when we got the ball inside the two-minute warning? We turned it over on down. We gave it right back to the Cowboys. Because why not? <laughs> what, else, what else is new? And then him taking it with, like, seconds ago, I think, in the first quarter as well, if I'm not mistaken. I was yelling, Alex. I was screaming as loud as I could scream, saying, Another Joe Judge timeout, of course. Because, of course. Why else? Uh, Also, Joe Judge responding to how, and mind you, the whole lower bowl of MetLife Stadium was chanting, Let's go, Cowboys. Dominant Cowboys fans there, right? Dominant in the crowd. Joe Judge, on if he was surprised that the Cowboys dominated the crowd, he said, 
There's a lot of Giants fans when we play in Dallas, too. It is what it is. I mean, there's probably is a lot of, you know, Dallas fans, Giants fans in Dallas. But you, is he still trying to figure out? I wonder if, like, in his head, he's also trying to figure out. Let me let me think, let me calculate why were there so many uh, Cowboys fans there? I got to think about this for a second. I don't know. Maybe your team is a piss poor franchise that can't put touchdowns on the board, and the only points you get are from your goddamn kicker in Graham Gano, who carries this team from all the field goals he makes. As the Giants are now the New York field goal Giants, because that's what they are. And the Cowboys looked like that a little bit too. Dallas Dallas field goal Cowboys. If Graham Gano goes down, we might as well just forfeit the rest of the games because we have no chance. <laughs> Graham Gano, I saw... I, if I Jake Fromm goes down, now. we might as well forfeit the rest of the games because <laughs> that's our starting quarterback right now. That's our QB1, Alex. Jake Fromm, practice squad edition from the Buffalo Bills. Graham Gano contributed out of our points this season. 40% of them have come from Graham Gano's leg. 40%. To give you reference... Usually about only 20% or something come from your kicker. Unless you're the Pittsburgh Steelers. (laughs) Sorry, I had to make a joke there. It's just, it's embarrassing. And, 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 you know, I tweeted, we had to get Riley Dixon involved too, of course. You know, it felt like we weren't really getting him involved. He had a good game. I'll give him that. He had a good game. He pinned them deep a couple of times. Riley Dixon... MVP performance of this game. So, uh, well, well, actually, according to Thomas McGaffey, Alex, his best game was against the Chargers when he had that was a great game when he had an 18 18 yard punt. punt. Right. Yeah. Yeah, No, that was his, that was his best game. Don't, but but he might come out after and he might say, this is his best game though, but he might have to check the tape first. Joe judge might have to check the tape. And, and what I find the most funny, we were talking about this in our interview with Justin a few weeks ago or a couple weeks ago. I forget, you know, with this giants team, it feels like, Time goes like a snail. Um, but I remember talking about how we, uh, we have all these players specifically for special teams, right? And we saw players like Keon Crossan, who's specifically for special teams, out there playing corner today because we had no corners, because we have no depth. All our depth is just special teams people. That's why we have Pharaoh Cooper playing wide receiver. That's why we have Reggie Raglan playing linebacker. I mean, That's even- why we have... Colin Johnson. Colin Gillespie. Yeah, Colin Johnson shouldn't be. He's a special teamer, really. And he's been it. he's been with that team since since beginning. I mean, maybe just because they they've seen a lot from from but but from like since week one to whatever we've seen him out there from time to time. I mean, that's how lacking our wide receivers have been injury wise since the beginning of this season. Injuries to all wide receivers. And speaking of wide receiver injuries, perfect transition. Sterling Shepard plays in this game. Sterling Shepard does absolutely nothing. We might have actually seen Sterling Shepard's last game with the New York Giants as he uh, had two catches for 15 yards. Then goes down late in this game with what appears to be an Achilles injury and the Giants confirmed. Achilles Terry's out for the season. Out for the rest of the season. Gone. Done. Okay. Alex, that might help our GM video. That that might help our GM video coming soon, so add that to the, the giant list. take the giant take GM video. You know the giant take GM's taking notes right now. He's, he's trying to figure it out. But uh, we definitely need a new GM. I'm not sure whether that has to be us because maybe it does. I mean, if people like our well, maybe now it looks you know like Kevin, gi- Amram, Kevin Arums is going to be. <laughs> yeah, a GM because, I saw that too. Yeah, we got to stay. We got to yep. stay in house. Got to stay in house. Got got to stay financially smart. If you know what I'm saying, you know we got we got to be really smart with the financials. Okay. Um, 
I don't think the financials matter when you have a whole bunch of players on a football team who can't do anything. Um, so I, you know, I'd worry on worry about getting players who actually seem like they want to play and coaches who actually know how to coach. And then we can like, you know, go from there about the money and all that. But you know, John, John Murray, <laughs> there's a reason he only gave out a medium soda. Okay. You can't spend too much money. I mean, let's um, talk about that for a minute. Much. Can we please? Yeah, sure. What the medium soda? Yeah, I, I think it's actually a I point mean, of reference. Not? I mean, I, I know it's like, you know, maybe it's a super topic, but I think it really does show how much he cares about this fan. The, these fans, these Giants fans, these fans in bunches that spend all this money on PSLs and season tickets and all of that nonsense. To to They spend thousands of dollars. It's, it is nonsense how much they spend. To go to these games and watch this shitty franchise not perform on a daily basis. And for John Moore to say, let's have a fan appreciation day. What do we do? Let's hand out free medium Pepsis. Not even a goddamn large, Alex. Couldn't even get the and large. And also, did you see this? I saw on Twitter someone was saying, Only one. Uh, you know, I, I have four season tickets, right? But it's all under one name. There's four of us here at the game. But no, no, no. Only one medium Only Pepsi. One. Four medium Pepsis? Are you crazy? Are you crazy? Four Pepsis? No, no, no. You think John Mars is that generous? No, 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 no. One Pepsi. You guys can all get little straws and sip, <laughs> sip while you pay thousands of dollars to watch the Giants. It's just ridiculous. Watch the Giants <laughs> John Mara- lose. Watch the Giants not score a touchdown. Watch the Giants look awful. Watch Mike Glennon under quarterback throw three picks and watch a backup practice squad in Mike... In- Jake Fromm, excuse me, to dominate a game. There's a reason he's not letting that happen because John Mari wants to make sure he can have all the leftover soda, right? So he he doesn't want it to all go out because after the game, he's just going to be flooding himself with sugary soda until he dies <laughs> from watching this team. So that's going to be the issue here. So I'm not, I don't know what he's doing. But uh, yeah, when I say they have to, they might need to hand out iPads next year, I'm literally not even kidding. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're gonna have to they're gonna have to up their budget a little bit. But I can't believe that they note that as like a fan appreciation day and hand out so like it's it's just buy them a beer at least. I mean, or hand out T-shirts or like you know, like custom T-shirts like a like and a, everyone gets know. one. I'm, no BS of first ten thousand guests like the Eli Manning bobblehead where we had to rush in and make sure to get one because how dare they not hand that to all fans? Like if you're late and you like oh my god there isn't any left my like four-year-old son who I brought who really loves Eli Manning. No, no, no. We don't have any left. It was the first 10,000. You were in the first 10,000. Like, like those type of shit. Like, that's stupid. And now here, oh, yeah, uh, well, I pay thousands of dollars and even more than if I bought one season ticket. I'm actually a season ticket holder and I have four seats that I have that I pay for every year. And you're telling me that you can only give me one soda? Yes, sir. You only get one soda. Are you joking? (laughs) Like, are you kidding me? I'm sitting up in the 300s that I still pay thousands of dollars for, by the way, watching this team not being able to score a touchdown. And you're telling me you can't do the least amount and give me a medium Pepsi. Four medium Pepsis. You can't do that? No. Thanks, Sean Mar. I, I don't get it. Hand out t-shirts. Hand out a, maybe hand out some hats. Do a raffle. Put a thousand signed Giants jerseys. Hand them out. Everyone gets an entry. They announce them at the end of the game or something. Do something fu- like a Pepsi. Seriously, I get they're like thirty dollars at MetLife Stadium, but like, come on. 
It's just, it's just like you could do better. You could do better. And for how much the fans have been struggling, John Mara needs to needs to take out his wallet and treat the fans a bit. I think a bit more. That's all I'd say. Let's, just a bit more. Let's the soda's rep- representative of this team. Let's be honest. That is very true. Um, you know what else is representative of this team in a more uh, representative way is the stat line because that represented true and in full what this Giants team is right now. Let's go through that. We'll talk about it. Mike Glennon, 13 for 24, didn't even crack 100, 99 yards, and three interceptions. One of them I think he just gave up, threw it deep, and said, fuck it, someone's out there. <laughs> Literally, that's I mean, that's what he did. I lost the curse thing battle again, I think, today, Alex. It's like two episodes in a row, right, unfortunately. so. But yeah, I mean, that's really that really is what he said in a uh, PG way. He said, screw it, someone's down there. Just threw it up, gave up, literally, on the play. Unbelievable. Jake Fromm steps in, goes 6-for-12 with 82 yards, and apparently, according to Alex, Alex, my NFL insider, Giants insider here, as I was walking out of MetLife Stadium and discussed, what was Jake Fromm doing? Run it down for me. He was bawling out, okay? No, I'm just kidding. He looked better than Jake Fromm. He completed passes like a normal quarterback in the NFL would do. You mean he looked and, better uh, than Mike Glennon? Sorry, you said he looked yes, better than really. Jake he Fromm. He just looked... He, oh, did I say better than Jake Fromm? He looked better than Mike Glennon. He looked solid. He looked okay. He looks fine. He looks like he deserves a start next game over Mike Glennon, the giraffe. Right. That's really it. It's not, he wasn't amazing. I, I, I see Giants fans thinking you should, Jake Fromm, better than Daniel Jones. Like, no. Okay. Let's, let's not, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Save the cap here. room. Save the, save the cap room. <laughs> he's okay. But he's not god awful. So that's good. All right, so yeah. let's... Uh, that, that's all I have to say. That's my NFL insider, Rappaport, Schefter analysis. Even though they don't do analysis, they just do news, but whatever. Devontae Booker looked good in this game. Eight carries for 74 yes. yards. It's about nine yards. Carry Saquon Barkley, still still don't see it, Alex. I'm sorry, I don't, okay? 15 carries, 50 yards. And then Kenny Galladay, don't worry, he got involved a little bit. Three catches for 53 yards, but... Don't think he got too much because that it's only three catches for 53 yards. Come on. We, you you got to pay him $75 million for him to get you five catches. 72 is just a, too, you know, not enough, okay? Evan Ingram had four catches for 33 yards. Saquon Barkley, four catches for 24 yards, and that's enough from there. Uh, on defense, you know, no one really stands out. Besides, who's basically stood out is our, well, I mean, Xavier McKinney, uh, for most of the, the season, nothing really happened today with him, though. I think he played, though. I think he played because he was on the close contact list, but he played today. He, he got the negative COVID test. But, uh, no, the player that stands out who has most of the season was Aziz Ojolari, the rookie. Again, coming in today, getting a strip sack, and um, he he looked good. I, I have to I have to say that. So, good, good for Aziz Ojolari. Had a half a sack. I think that was the strip sack, I assume. But um, Yeah. I think it was Lorenzo Carter who got the strip sack, but Ojolari was involved. Oh, in a couple yeah, other yeah, things. it was O'Carter. Lorenzo Carter Shoot. got his first sack of the that season, actually, bet. so congrats to him. Lorenzo Carter is an interesting one, actually, because his contract is up at the end of the season, I do believe. Um, so I'm interested to see what the Giants do with him. If we can get him on a cheap deal, he's a decent situational pass rusher. I, I don't know. I, I mean, still don't I, understand. Just, oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm just I'm trying to look for any positives out of this game, and if I look at that, I'd say Lorenzo Carter looks solid, and that the this edge group, they're not as bad 
as we originally thought. I think Quincy Roche, Lorenzo Carter, they're all nice situational pass rushers. I think Aziz Ojolari can certainly be a very nice number two edge rusher, someone like uh like a Randy Gregory on the Cowboys next to a Demarcus Lawrence, right? Kind of something like that. But I still think you need that main, main guy. I don't think Ojolari is a main guy. And there's a reason he was taken in the second round, right? Obviously, there's the injury concerns, etc. But he's not like a, he's not a number one edge presence. He's no, he's no Nick Bosa, TJ Watt. I know I'm not, you know, it's ridiculous to compare him. But he, he I don't think he's ever going to be able to reach that level. He's a number two. Roche and Carter are nice situational guys. If we can keep that group together, those three, and then add a big time name, whether that be someone in the draft or in free agency or via trade or however the hell we do it, I think then the edge group could be very good because we're just missing that main guy. And I think that's that would really help our pass rush. And with us losing the Lions winning, uh, the Jaguars losing go they go to first the first pick in the NFL draft the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars you know Alex I want to say something from Zach Rosenblatt's end of like recap article um and he said quote throw a chair they're re- referring to John Mara his team is four and ten the fifth straight ten loss season in seven in and seventh in eight years. Before this stretch, the Giants hadn't had more than three straight 10-loss seasons, and that happened only once, from 1978 to 1980. Not good. Not good. Not, but not whatever. <laughs> what can you say? What can you say? It's just it's just sad, but hey, look at the positive edge group. I'm liking what I'm seeing if we get that main guy, okay? For anyone who likes positive news, there you go. Okay. Everyone else sucks though. Okay. I mean Yeah, it's bad. Um it's yeah, bad. I mean, why haven't we why didn't why haven't the Giants started Jake Fromm? Like that's another question. I, I just before this point, why didn't they start Jake Fromm? I don't know. That I can't answer. Only one man can answer that, and he is the man who doesn't say anything helpful in press conferences, and that's Mr. Joe Judge. So he's the only one who can answer. He won't answer. We'll never know. But uh, my guess is that he wasn't up to par with the playbook, would be my only reason why. And Joe and Mike Lennon must have something on Joe Judge, some dirt or something to make him keep playing or something, something like that. I don't know, something going on, some sort of embarrassing picture. All right, well, I mean, we can wrap this one up. Uh, you can go follow us on Twitter at the Giant Take Pod. I'm at Josh Hill 29, Alex at Anorian 23. Twitter, Instagram. Facebook, TikTok, all the same at the Giant Take Pod. Uh, subscribe here on YouTube at the Giant Take. Um, you can give us a like and anything of that nature. But anyway, again, we thank you so much for listening, watching. Alex, you have any final words? Um, I mean, let's just hope the Giants get better, right? It, it's it's pain. Who do we have next week again? We have the Eagles, right? Eagles, then Bears, then Washington. And uh, hopefully we'll get out of this terrible stretch and just get to the offseason because then hopefully we get some changes very soon because that's what we need. Dave Gettleman out. Joe Judge out. Everyone out. We'll see. Hopefully them never again, but hopefully we'll see everyone else next episode. All right. Well, he's texted me back, so he is here. 
My father, I did say I was going to come onto this podcast, and he can now come in. Uh-oh. Um, listen, he wasn't responding, man. So I thought we were just going to wrap up. So I don't know. I don't know. I blame him for this mistake. All right, bro. Come in, welcome in. Why? Why are you not responding to texts here? You're a little late. All right. So uh, for anyone watching, he's <laughs> getting ready to take a seat. I'll hand him this. Hopefully, you can hear. Uh, for everyone listening, he's getting in position to talk. But uh, for some reason, he forced himself onto this podcast to have a <laughs> few-minute rant. What were fans since Giants fans since '85? What would you say? Mm, yeah, a little bit earlier than that. Giants fans since a little bit earlier than '85, apparently. Uh, so for everyone who listens, that's a little bit older than our generation of a Giants fan since 2012. Well, here's your here's your fan to kind of cope with and listen to. You hear Alex, all right? Mm-hmm. Okay, then. Uh, oh, you just hear me laughing, Paul. Yeah. My father, I uh, I give you the floor. Thanks. All right, well, I'm gonna mute myself. I don't want any echo of screaming, you know. And also. Mm-hmm. Put yourself right into the mic. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm giving you the space. Mm-hmm. Move a well, little closer, my friend. As always, I, I want to start by saying, how are you both? Great, great. Yeah, great I'm, response. I'm, I'm good. Thanks. Good. Yes. Good. So, as a Giant fan, um, let's see, where do I start? I guess you kind of feel like miserable, frustrated, angry, annoyed, frustrated, angry, annoyed. <laughs> Annoyed, frustrated. I mean, it's just, it just brings you down. It really just sucks the life out of you. I mean, I knew there was no chance going into today's game to win, but how in the world do you start Mike Glennon over from number one? And it's just the same play calling over and over. And you have guys getting injured on non contact. I mean, it's awful for Shepard. Um, but. This team is is really really behind a lot of other teams, and it's uh, it's quite scary that we have to take a step back. And Josh was reading to me earlier today that it looks like Abram is is going to be the GM that they're going to go after, favorable, which is not surprising because why would they go outside the organization? Um, but. Right then and there, just hearing that just makes it even more frustrating. That 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 I mean, I know it's early and I know it's media and and you know rumors and stuff, but it's I just don't want that. I just I, I just don't want that to be typical New York Giants that they're going to stay within and it's going to be the same thing over again. And and I've been even looking at mock drafts for next year and looking who they're going to pick at fifth and sixth. At least that was up until today. And you know, one draft pick had. The safety, I think, from Notre Dame, and then there was another like positions that, granted, that they need, but like one draft. I'm sorry, I forget which one it was, but had them drafting the uh, edge rusher from uh, Purdue, I believe, and then the offensive lineman. Um, maybe it was Alabama. I'm not sure, but either way, the draft on paper it looked. Perfect. It looked like that's what we need to get. We need the edge rusher, and we need the offensive lineman. And it's just pathetic that we're looking in December at what a mock draft will look like in May. I mean, September this season was over with. I mean, we went to game, we went to the game against Atlanta, and it was over from there. I mean, it's just it's just bad. 
it's just frustrating. It's just, it's just like I said before, just sucks the life out of you. It really, really does. So, um, as a giant fan for a long time, and for you guys, all I want, all I want, is them to win, so you guys can record like a happy, fun podcast. And yet again, it's another one where you guys are like, nope, lost again. You know, same stuff. Just everybody on the field. Everybody on the field, you know, Leonard Williams. I mean, I, 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 <laughs> I, I can't. All I can say is I wish they never signed him. I wish they kept Tomlinson. Can't go back. I mean, it's stuff that you guys have covered before, it, it, and it's just the same exact thing, same exact thing. And, and then it's just bad. I want. I want to go to just real quick. Um, and then you can go. I know you wanted this to be a quick. I, I want you to get your time in because you know you can relate to our like older audience. But from going to the game today, <laughs> la- you're saying do you have to mention he's old every five seconds? Like, what are you doing here? It's all right. Rub it in. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, you can deal with the old. I mean, you know, when they're sitting in their wheelchairs. I mean, I guess. Right. Exactly. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Uh, but the last last game we went to in person was the Falcons one, and so we went today. With my uncle, who's a Cowboys fan, your brother-in-law, and yeah, so just I mean, I already, I already gave mine for the last twenty minutes, thirty minutes. But uh, my my, just your recap of today's game. Today's game. I mean, I mean we, that's what this we, is. We, we the knew, Giants versus Cowboys recap. We knew it was over before we even stepped foot in the stadium. I mean, we knew we're joking around, but we knew, and and of course the Cowboy fan that my brother-in-law is, I love him. But, you know, I always hear the response, oh, Cowboys aren't that good. Yeah, but you have January football every single year. I mean, granted, maybe they make the playoffs. Granted, they lose, and that's great for us Giants fans. But still, they're in the hunt, and they're in the hunt every single year. You can say the same about the other two teams in the division. Anyway, about today's game, it's unwatchable. It's Absolutely unwatchable. Mistake after mistake after mistake. I don't even know how many penalties they had against them today. Um, I, 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 the timeouts again. I mean, we finally got to our seats in the second quarter and they had one timeout left to go. I mean, that's just I just don't understand that. Um, not that they ever use them and it's valuable, like because. They don't have any to use. Well, Judge tried it today. I mean, we mentioned it earlier. Uh, he took one with under one minute left after the two-minute warning. Right. When they were getting the ball back, and what did they do? I asked Alex a question. Immediately turned it back over. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, just when they had drives, even even the, the catch to, uh, who was number 15, the receiver. On, on our team? Yeah. Uh, wait, Johnson, Colin Johnson, maybe? Johnson, right. And they reviewed it for what seemed like 15 minutes. It seemed like they took forever. And, and, you know, even that play, like, you think you have something going. They get, they, they get, the, the luck goes our way that the catch was made. And, and they don't even drive. They can't even drive down and do anything. So, it's just hard to watch. Dallas did not look good. I mean, they didn't look like they were like unbeatable today. Um, but but we just looked worse. It was just which is every single game, every yeah. single game. It's a stupid run play. Uh, the fourth downs. I mean, we just <laughs> I, I can't even go. You guys cover it. I I can't even go into it. It's just the it is the same stuff over and over and over again. And as a Giant fan, it just it just pains me that it's just exactly the same thing 
every single year. And this is why I love listening to Carl Banks, because that guy's a player of his generation, and watching him and everything like that, listening to tell him like it is during the game, it's fantastic. But um, I don't know. I just feel like they're really in a bad spot, and I'm sure they're going to stick with Judge, and I drank the Kool-Aid on him. I loved him when he first got here. He sold me on the press conference, but... Today's game and the rest of the season, I, I I don't see them winning anything. I really don't. I can't I can't imagine them winning another game. Um, but they're gonna bring them back, and we're gonna go with inside the organization. <sighs> well, sadly, you guys aren't season ticket holders, so you didn't get those uh, free no. or the free medium soda because no. you don't actually get one per person. It's one yes. per. Reservation or whatever you want to call yes, it. So yes, yes, yeah, yeah. It's a good thing because I'm not a Pepsi fan. So you know, I mean, mm. so I would have been very disappointed with my medium sized drink. Um, but uh, even <laughs> we're that, joking. They couldn't even give a large. Yeah, it was, had to be a medium. <laughs> right, right. It, it was just a just just we knew going in. Josh and I knew it was going to be all Cowboys fans, and it pretty much was. Um, but I have to say. They weren't really like, they could have been, at least where we were sitting, they could have been a lot of like obnoxious fans. They really weren't. They were kind of very cordial, I guess. Yeah, and, right. and, and I guess <laughs> they felt bad for us. Yeah, pretty much. And, and, I, and I guess, you know, they were kind of friendly. They were laughing say. with us. Yeah. yeah, they knew how bad it was. But, uh, but it shouldn't, you shouldn't be going to MetLife, your home stadium. Um, that looks like an air conditioning from the outside. I know we've talked about that before. But well, I was like, going to mention that, but yeah, go ahead. But but you walking into your own stadium and you are, you are like almost like the visitor. You're almost like the visitor because there's so many cowboy fans there, and that's year after year. And and what Judge said, you know, when he was hired, that you know there's not going to be any of that anymore because we're going to smash mouth football, football, and we're going to you know for 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 sixty minutes a game, smash mouth. I haven't I haven't seen that yet. In one game. And it's just bad. Uh, no, the, so just the last thing. I, you were a big uh, proponent after this game of the uh, burn down MetLife Stadium trend that has uh, <laughs> gone around the talking Giants, Giants take everything. Uh, after you waited on a good amount of uh, two-quarter minute line for an order of chicken tenders and fries. Um so yeah, you could just mention that. Real yeah, quick. well, you know, I mean, you can't help the uh, the the influx of uh, I guess the urgency of chicken fingers and fries. You know, the line was backed up, and I pretty much spent third quarter waiting on the from halftime through the third quarter to get chicken fingers and fries. Granted, they were good. No, I didn't miss much, and there was a TV there, but I mean, it was not moving whatsoever. So that. The security line to get into the stadium, absolute joke. Um, it's not like they're doing rapid testing. You're taking out your wallet and your phone and you're walking through security. <laughs> and and that took forever. Now, um, yeah, granted, we, we walked in about a quarter to one. But even at that point, it should not be like that. So... Whatever. It just goes into the, this is our football team. It's an absolute joke. Um, and there's nothing more than, like you guys always say, you walk into school, going into work. 
you kind of have that feeling of like, wow, they suck again. So it's like you can't even talk about them doing well. You kind of have to hide your face and be like, no, I'm not really a Giant fan. Like, it's awful. Yep. But it, it just, for once, like I said before, for once, I want you guys to have like two. Like, can't you guys have two weeks in a row where you get a podcast talking about the Giants and it can't even happen? And it bothers me so much. All right, Dad. The, the well, next. <laughs> just stay. I mean, we're. Oh, go ahead, Alex. I was just going to say, when when Josh and I record a play, a, the Giants get into the playoffs episode, we're both going to have gray hair. Seriously. Um, at that so point, yeah. That'll be, that'll be exciting. That won't be from old age either, probably. It'll be more from us. <laughs> just watching the, the Giants. It'll be in Seriously, five years. Exactly. Just keep watching. <laughs> five years. Well, and, I, and that's the thing. It's like, I feel, I feel bad because I'm like, I was a Giant fan. Josh kind of ad- uh, adopted that for me. And like, he has not seen, you have not seen Alex... Then win, yeah. You saw this last Super Bowl, but still, you were young. But you haven't even seen them in the playoffs. Don't give me the the Packers year, the freaking boat trip. That does not count. You haven't seen them in the playoffs. You haven't seen December, January football mean something. And that, to me, is the the most the most probably the most thing that frustrates me so much is that you guys aren't. Able to your season is over in September. That's that's the worst part about this that you guys can't see December January football with every other team you can, but not with your own, and that sort of sucks. Well, again, thank you for coming on. No, you just we're about to wrap it up anyway. Alex, uh, send it out. Thank you, everyone, to listen for listening to Giant Take Podcast. Alex, no, you do. You're the closing person. You were already going. You already were going. You literally were talking already. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Giant Take Podcast. Giants versus Cowboys recap. This team sucks. We need another ready four and ten. And Let's we get w- ready for the Eagles next week. We'll talk about them in the middle of the week, and we'll see how Jalen Hurts is gonna run all over the New York Giants. You heard it here first, from my father. Eagles versus Giants. Uh, preview coming later on Friday. Maybe some content on the YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. And peace. Peace. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.